you live from an upload speed of 1.17 megabytes per second. It's time for Destiny Down Under. Fiftieth episode of the Destiny Down Under podcast. I, as per every week, am Log Power Slave, joined by a man hell bent on eating his piece of pizza before the podcast starts and just failing ever so slightly. Mylan Games, welcome to your own podcast. So I don't know if you've done this before, but I tried it for the first time. Then I was in a rush, right? Yeah. I opened up the cold pizza box. Yeah. I got the pizza out. But there was two pieces stuck together, so I didn't separate them. So it's just like one giant piece of pizza. Yeah. You don't do that all the time? No. Right. You, you, you want to know the, the real hack? You just get two you that flip. are like slightly joined and then go fold them over. Eat two pieces of pizza at one time. Maximum efficiency on pizza eating. I'm telling you. It's, it's, a, it's the new meta of pizzering. What do you think about pizza crusts? I always get the stuffed crust because I'm pretty intent on giving myself a heart attack at some, some point. <laughs> I'm like fucking, whenever I see an 80-year-old person, I'm like, fuck that. I'm, I'm just going to get stuffed crust from here on in. I'll be gone by then. Uh, <laughs> it's evil shit, man. I don't know. I, but I do. I genuinely always get that. Like fucking... I don't even know how they make it. Like, they've got, like, some kind of extrusion machine where they pump fucking cheese into the rim of a crumb. Like, what? Um, yeah, what do you yeah. think about, like, base? Like, I can tell that you, there was no stuffing in the crust you were just eating. Give us a give us a rating before we move into, well, you know, talking about so, destiny and all that other shit that we do. <laughs> yeah, normally there's more, like, flavour in the crust, and this is a bit plain for my liking, and I'm sort of not digging it. I reckon... They should all, all pizzas should be rimmed by like garlic bread. There shouldn't be a crust. There should just be like a border of, of garlic bread. Yeah, so w when you make your own pizzas, right? We had, we had a, um, I went over a friend's place and they had a pizza oven and we yep. made our own pizzas. Yeah. Right. And everyone could tell which pizza was mine because it didn't have a crust. Yeah. You just, I was like, why didn't no they have a crust? Well, I so realized you can pick it so up. you can hold. Yes, yeah, so pick it up. So I went to the I went to the very edge with this molten hot lava and cheese. Yeah. Couldn't fucking pick the pizza up. Yeah, but, yeah, you can. You, just, you can't eat it like that. You oh, just, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think that's totally fine. I think you're an innovator, Matt, and don't let anyone else dim your bright light. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Thank you. My mum hey. always told me I thought different. Yeah, <laughs> just built different. <laughs> I think if there's anything that typifies this podcast, it's just been a bit, <laughs> been a bit unconventional. Uh, anyway, aside from from uh, hoofing into pizza, how's your week been, Cobber? What have you been up to? I've been I've been zoned, mate. Um, you're, you're a little bit out of it. I can tell. Yeah, I'm not all with it. Um, just been trying to get through playing the game and reading the lore and getting getting all the juicy vids out. Uh, it's been it's been busy. You've been because I, I normally every morning wake up to a, a Mylan Games notification that something has come out overnight that you've obviously scheduled unless you're staying up that late, in which case you're in big trouble, young man. Um <laughs> You've been working your ass off. It's probably you know what this is? This is fatigue from working, Matt. This is the thing that you started content creation to get away from. Yeah. But this is true. It's okay. It'll settle back down. I mean, look, we've we've had this week was always gonna be like this week and the first week after launch were always gonna be the two most brutal weeks because the amount of like insanely cool lore that has come out on the on the tails of the raid is like I don't know. We're going to have to talk about it because I'm I probably Honestly, haven't, haven't been this fired I, up about Destiny Law in I don't know if ever. I think <laughs> I think Rolk broke me. I think that video broke me. I thought that was a good video though. 
Like you did a great job. I know. It was like, it was, you know, you know, that took 10 hours of research, that 10 minute video. Yeah, I just turned up like three minutes before you started and assumed you'd <laughs> drop in Scooby Doo Rock. <laughs> oh, by the way, did you say, fuck you? Do you know? Okay, no, let me tell this story to everyone because. It was, it, we were, we were, we were 10 hours deep into a stream. I had done literally all the research, I had all the notes ready. I'm about to record. Loggy comes in and's like, oh, Rolk sounds like something uh, Scooby-Doo would say, Rolk? Raggy? And it just fucked up my pronunciation for the whole video. I and I was listening back to, I was like, this doesn't sound right. And then I opened up, <laughs> then I opened up the dialogue with, um, Mara Sov and I listened to Mara Sov and she's like, Rolk. And I was like, Rolk. Yeah. I was like, Rolk, like Raggy? Rolk <laughs> rather than Rolk. Well, I can't even pretend it was intentional. I was just, uh, it, it worked. It was just it me shooting from the hip. Yeah. But I've like, since I saw his name, I couldn't unthink that thought. And every time I've heard someone say it, I wanted to go, oh, Rui. Whatever. No, I didn't, because I, I watched your recorded. I didn't I didn't watch the video initially. And then I was getting over people DMing me going, oh, you fucking... <laughs> shit on you to start his video and I'm like fucking what have I done now <laughs> like, <laughs> I and that and that got lot that's probably the most <laughs> yeah the, the, the video that starts with 30 you. seconds of me calling you calling me a fuckwit is <laughs> it's yeah <laughs> to the moon yeah anyway. well at least it's accurate it's probably, it's probably about time most of the community were warned I'll find a way to way to drag you back down um Look, I don't know. Do we want to? Do we want to start? Do we want to just talk the raid? Because I know that, like, you know, it was immediately after the podcast last week, more or less, that the the gates opened on um, Vow the Disciple. We had the the world's first, uh, you know, the race to be world's first, and then uh, forty eight hours of contest mode for clears. Um, you jumped straight in with the DCP crew and put in a fucking admirable effort. Do you want to talk about that? No. Righto, it's going to be a short podcast. <laughs> anyway, uh, I suppose uh, you can go and watch no. the VOD. It's about 14 hours long <laughs> and the rest. I um, I had a very tactical sleep because I had to be up. The raid was at 2 a.m. for me. Yeah, it's pretty. Uh, 2 a.m. or 1? No, it was actually 2. I had it wrong. It was 2 o'clock. Right. But... I thought it was one, and then Rin tried to convince me it was three. Well, and she tried to convince me that we have daylight savings here when we don't, and I live here and she doesn't. She's like, "You got daylight savings?" I'm like, "No, we don't." She's like, "Yes, you do." <laughs> Did you at any moment stop to question the nature of your existence? Yes, I thought. Yeah. Wait, do we? She's a very convincing person when she wants to be. <laughs> you do like, have five. <laughs> Oh, so, yeah, so so you got up super early, and who was your team? No, I so I get this. This is how I got to. I went to bed at six o'clock in the afternoon. Six p.m. Six p.m. I made right. myself a cocktail. <coughs> I got in a bed with a cocktail. Right. Got <laughs> I got into bed with a whiskey sour. I slammed it. Yeah. <laughs> then. <laughs> Then I watched some anime and I was out like a light and I slept for like six hours and I woke up at midnight, got up, uh, got the stream ready, got my snacks. I'd already prepped all my snacks, put, put my little fruit platter out, my little (laughs) chips. I got my chopsticks so I can eat it without getting my fingers dirty. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, then we started at about two o'clock in the morning. Fair few bugs. Like opening yeah. bugs were, were a bit were a bit bit tough for sure. Um, lost, uh, had to repeat the first encounter three times or so, which everyone a lot of people experienced. Um, got through the first encounter, not too many troubles to be honest. It took us a while, but we got there. Uh, caretaker was probably the really 
first big stumbling block. Yeah. Uh, very ammo deprived. It was actually the our biggest issue was was not the mechanics, was just not having enough ammo. It's the DPS check. Being and able to, uh, the yeah. only way we passed it, we got we he glitched. That was also quite buggy. He glitched out. And he, he was just the, able to able to be hit continuously. Yep. Yeah, I've seen yeah, so we, a few of them. Yeah. So we used primary ammo on our second DPS phase, which meant we had all of our heavy for like the final DPS phase. So uh, that's basically how we got it. Was was that? <laughs> I, after telling everyone not to use weaken on their grenades, didn't realize I had weaken on my grenades and was wiping off fifteen percent damage every time I threw a grenade, which was nice. Very good. Because you know, weaken over goes over the top of tether, which is thirty percent, and weaken's only fifteen. And it oh yeah, 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 yeah. Didn't they fix that this week though? Or maybe that's fixed now. But yeah. Um, <laughs> so you were just cock blocking everyone's TP. <laughs> yeah. I probably would have done the same and not even known. It's fine. I can't judge. <laughs> yeah. And then the bit that that broke the camel's back was like the the relic run. Essentially, it was. Um, it's it's so cool because it's it's like a speed run essentially, and uh, yeah, couldn't couldn't get it. Um, Teft and Watson that left, and we we filled in, and I went for I think I went for a total of eighteen hours in the first, and we just got to the last room and like oh, was this is another fucking room? <laughs> I I mean. My experience is a little bit different because we went into it knowing that we there was no way we were going to even really try to do it all the way through. And we got in and uh, sorry, it was Sass, myself, Keg, Rin, Hammer and Adrian. So pretty, pretty cruisy team. We jumped in and just sort of enjoyed the first, the fucking gondola ride of the floating thing. Uh, yeah. And I, I thought that was, you know, I think it's a great introduction to the raid. But um, sort of the first encounter, it, it took us, I don't know, probably an hour and a half or so to get to get through that, just to get coordinated and all of that sort of stuff. But just memorizing the symbols is like that's the what first, it is. And like some the of the random bit. random callouts, because obviously at that point, no one had pulled together a list of, <laughs> of all the callouts to be able to reference. So it, because there's so many, we couldn't really agree on <laughs> what they all were. So we were just like aggressively trying to describe each of them, like Ascendant Plane was <laughs> two jellyfish, one of them's upside down, or like just... <laughs> or the it's enter like doorway right at the back is just like the thing that looks like the Assassin's Creed logo. And I think that like as much as it was ridiculous and it was probably holding us back, they're the things that I'll remember sort of going forward. We um we got through that and we got up to... um, What's the, the big dude with the hood? What's his name? Um, yeah, yeah, caretaker. So we got up to there, kind of had a couple of little runs at it, and then we heard a big <laughs> clap of thunder over <laughs> over Discord from Sassy's place, and then the dun, <laughs> he's just dropped, he's gone, he's lost power. So at that point, we kind of pulled up stumps. Is he underwater? He there was a lot of water around. Then it was kind of a we yeah. <laughs> he's he's all right now. Dude, it's, I, it's I saw Skill Up's tweet. Did you see Skill Up's tweet? Yeah, horrific man. I mean, look, he's in to, fucking Sydney. I was like, I don't think that. it was. Yeah, no, look, look, a lot of a lot of inner western Sydney has has been absolutely fucking smashed. And if you're in that area, obviously, look, oh, let's go out to you. It, it sucks. I mean, I'm in Newcastle, uh, no stranger to floods, but thankfully this time around we've we've managed to shrug it. But it's been wild, man. This whole fucking town's underwater. Um, like, like there's not enough going on in the fucking world. <laughs> Over the last couple of weeks, it's um. Yeah, it's it's absolutely shit. So if you're affected by that, I'm sorry I didn't address that off the, off the top. I got too caught up in taking the piss out of you eating your pizza. Um, yeah, terror, terrible. A lot of people, um, you know, completely displaced and and you know not even really able to return. So, um, yeah, we're thinking of you. Um, yeah, so that was that was our experience on on day one, and and kind of had a bit of a dabble around, and like the next day with a, a different team, got nicked through the the first encounter and. And stuffed around a bit at caretaker and sort of did the same thing. So I didn't really have a have a crack at it, and I, I'm kind of chipping myself now. In in hindsight, I'm like I've probably got to do this properly next time around because I felt like I'd missed out a little bit. Um, but seeing a lot of people's frustrations too, I imagine I would have been pretty salty if I managed to finally beat caretaker and then got fucked out of it by an error code or something. So I can understand where where people were coming from, but holy shit, there was a lot of spicy spicy takes uh, after the fact about the raid and the contest mode and all of that sort of stuff. So, um, 
yeah, I don't, I don't quite know what to make of all of that, Maddie. Have you got a take? What do you, what did you think about the extension of, um, of contest mode? For yeah, a I think it's perfect. I think, they do that, I think they should do that all the time. Um, make contest mode twenty four hours just encourages teams to go twenty four hours without taking a break, and yep. that's not. It's not healthy. It's not healthy, and it's not skill based. It's a limitation of how much time you have and how much responsibilities you have in your life. Um, and I think if you do 48, you can do two rounds of 12 hours or you can do it over two days, or at least try over two days. And I think that's completely fine. Um, I think they did the right thing by extending it. Uh, and I think next time it should just be a standard to be 48 hours to give people a shot. Because um, if you do it in 48 hours, then the, the main thing you're doing is you just... You're just getting rid of, or you're making it easier for people to complete it time-wise. Like it's still the same difficulty. People are acting like it's fucking yeah, like it's it's somehow yeah, like all of a sudden you get hours and it's day. like yeah. not con. It's still contest mode. You're like, oh, you got you got more clears. Yeah, you got more clears because people didn't have to be fucking psychos and stay twenty four hours <laughs> to do it. Yeah, people actually got to like sleep in the middle of having a crack at it, or you know, maybe step away from it and not be dog shit fatigued and think about some of the encounters. I think the only valid comment I've seen is that maybe it's kind of like the more people get through, the more a meta of like approaching activities and stuff forms. But we're still talking about a forty-eight hour period. In that time, like how many how many teams do you reckon genuinely went through that are like completed it in twenty-four hours that didn't reference? what Salter or what Data or what any of those teams were doing whatsoever, right? It'd be yeah, but here's the thing. Like, we, 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 even, we even knew the encounter for Relic and we knew how to do it, but we couldn't get it done. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Like, it's no easier. <laughs> like, it's just maybe you remove the step of having to figure out the entire encounter by yourself that, like, the first 1% of players will have to do. That's it. Yeah, I mean, and the thing is, there are some strategies, but nothing, like, we didn't find it was really set in stone until a little bit later. Like, the exact, there were still things we were getting confused about in the Relic run. Yeah. And, you know, I couldn't really see a, a, a great guide yet, because the guides don't come out for a little bit longer. So, um, it still wasn't possible for us. We were still missing some key pieces of information, even though we tried to find it. So... Uh, I think beyond yes. that, beyond that, like the DPS checks watching, you know, I watched, I sat and watched it most of the morning before jumping in and giving it a go myself. And the DPS checks were fucking real. Like oh, yeah. that, that for me is like when, when people are starting to really use specific loadouts to get a shot at fi finishing off a boss, you know, that like that, that's really the, you know, whoever's the most switched on to how to, how to put down the most damage in in that context is is going to have the most joy so i don't know man I, i've seen so many shit takes this week and it's not just pvp but B pve sorry and not just raid related and there's been pve ones as well but like fuck me can we just get to a point where like just if you're an elitist about a video game go and do some kind of tertiary education or something do something else to hang out on in life because you've just been a fucking idiot over nothing it doesn't matter you just it's just true. It's just shit. I mean, but go and go and go and sit down, right? If if you are so proud of what you've achieved in Destiny, go and sit down with your parents, right, at a dinner table, and start telling them about it. They won't fucking care because it doesn't matter in real life. They will be like, "You're getting married. You're having kids. Have you got a job?" <laughs> right? Fuck. Um. Grow up. Anyway, so <laughs> I I think with all that said, I think there could be a reward, a different reward for doing it within 24 hours. I think I, if they're going to go the way of like a 48 hour clear, I, like I'm not saying that it's it's wrong for people to want to want some recognition for clearing it in 24 hours. It was the way that people carried on about saying that people that did it between 24 and 48 hours didn't deserve it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. that's my, that's what I'm on. You know what? Like, even if it was like within twenty four hours, it's the you get the guaranteed exotic. You know? Yeah. Everyone look, I, I agree with that. I, I think that's that's unreal. I got it first, right? And then, 
You what? You got, got a first the, run? Yeah, I've done one raid clear and I've got... <laughs> oh, I know. Aura fucking chewed me out about it. It was great. He was not impressed. <laughs> Either that or you have two different emblems. One for... Then, then you get to the point where you've got an emblem for everything. Or... This is what Tamps recommended, and I thought this was fucking great gonna, idea. Whatever this is, I haven't heard it yet, but I'm going to agree with it because I've never disagreed with anything Tef has said except that about Dude, what's it, being good. It's, it's pretty big brain. Right. So, you know, you have, like, trackers on your emblems. Yep. Imagine if it showed you your placement for World's First on the emblem. Like, well, Team got, 10. We've got websites that track that shit. Surely. Yeah, uh, look. Yeah. Yeah. How cool that, 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 you know what? The the biggest sweats would love that because you could get your emblem out, you get your fucking literally your electronic penis, <laughs> slap it on the table and go, look at that. Top 10, top 50, top 100. Or, or the time after the raid launch that you finished it. So you'd be like, I did it in eight hours off the bat. You could be a little, I mean, it's, it's effectively the same metric, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> rank, rank or hours, whatever. In game, oh, I think it would I like be nice. That. I agree. I think I it's like a yep. See, I knew it'd be a good idea. I'm down. That's what that's what and we need next time around. The other thing is, I think contest mode is is like playing Halo on on is it heroic or legendary? Which is the easier one? Uh, I always forget heroic. heroic. Yeah. You know how it's like this is how the the game was designed, like the encounters and yep. everything. It's like. I yeah. feel like that's the raid. Like it a raid was designed like, for contest mode. Sassy, said, Sassy said something similar when we were running it. And he's like, for me, this has always felt like the purest kind of way to experience a raid because it's fucking hard, but it's not inorganically difficult made. You know, there's a few champions and stuff, but once you, once you get into those masters, it, it always gets a bit silly. It's like, it's, it's way more punishing again, but not necessarily because of the, the light level disparity because it's, it's more mechanically and, you know, there's, there's more thrown at you. I think I would love for there to be an option. I would love for there to be a permanent option. Like here's, here's what opens up after people have completed contest mode, normal mode. Here's master where maybe you go in and that's that's where you go about farming your adept weapons. But here's contest. Here's the, here's the difficulty level that the day one difficulty level that we designed it at. And that's yeah. it, it can just be its own bespoke thing. Maybe, you know, it'd be a way to, who knows, maybe you get fucking better armor drops in one, better weapon drops in another. Whatever. That yeah, matter. they'd have to sort. They would have to sort out all the how it would be different from master and all the rewards and all that kind of I thing. Mean, but be, I just to think, be perfectly honest, I think the less champions in activities like that, the better. Because I've always, I don't mind it in GMs, right? Like, because a GM, you're going, you're sitting there with your your two it's mates different. before you go in, going, right, what do we need? But you go into a raid. I think, like, as much as you're not loadout locked and you can change on the fly, but it does. You know, it really did restrict and govern what we chose to use in that first encounter. And, you know, like we were doing fine with the exception of just those champions that needed to be dealt with. I don't know, like I wish they could make things tankier without them needing to be dealt with in that way. Like the specific mechanic that locks it to a weapon. I saw Ninji's idea through the week. He replied because I, I tweeted about it and he wrote like, I want to get, I'd love Destiny to get to a point where we just have a mod that you put on a gun and that makes it do that thing rather than it be tied to a weapon type, which I think would be probably make things very easy. <laughs> yeah, but then it, yeah, exa- then it's like, well, then what's the point of having them? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, look, I don't think there's a perfect solution. I just know that they're, I don't know, they're just kind of, they feel very inorganic to me is, is probably the way I'd say it, which is a funny thing to say in a futuristic space video game, but who knows? <laughs> um, so... Let's talk a little bit about the the raid itself, uh, aesthetically and thematically and conceptually, and, and all of those things. Stunning. What, well, did you th- look, what did you think of it when you first walked in? This I'm telling con- you right now, when you guys get to the DDU, I've spoken about this shit the entire week. I know that is some. I did a summary yesterday. I do <laughs> summaries on stream, so you get you, you get, get the, the real points. abridged version. <laughs> you get the fucking. Real bullet points by the time you get to this stream. That's fine. And we've honed the blade, but that's that's why we can do this in an hour and just rip through because it's basically me putting like little sprinkles on top of Matt's already honed bullet points. <laughs> so it obviously looks fantastic. It's inside a pyramid ship. It's like a I don't know, what's the Doctor Who thing? It's like a TARDIS. It's like bigger on the inside. Yeah, it is, isn't it? <laughs> it's yeah. pretty nuts. 
It's like yep. basically entering um, a pocket dimension. But as as we were talking about last week, it does have that real like black brick tile aesthetic and like this all the weird kind of Mesopotamian type weird art everywhere. I just think it's like unlike any other space I've ever entered. It's not. Yeah, well, like you a, know what it is. What? It's like when you go into the Natural History Museum or something like that. Like <laughs> I just expected a yeah a t-rex instead of walking under a giant fucking whale skeleton it's just a worm's ass or like here's a you've ever seen a horse with six asses there you go (laughs) fucking true right um look i I was i was pleasantly surprised with the look of it i think it's um you know and it look it's not bereft of color either it's pretty foreboding but there's still you know there's still skybox as well though it's stunning just the the massive worm and the What's the thing called? The fucking upending. The upender. Upender, upender. That's it. Right. Or it was upending. I think uh, it was made to be turned. Upended. In. Upended. Upper deck. Upended. Upper decker. <laughs> um, it was made to be a wallpaper. I'm glad they've released the art. It's fucking incredible. Um, caretaker. I don't know. I don't understand anything about caretaker. Right. I, I'm sure he's just a dude. Ready. That's, that's been given a job. Right. Bullet points. You've got three. He, he, I, I need one. Yep. He's part of Rolk's experiment to introduce worms to the scorn, and it was successful. Okay, so he did a good job. Caretaker's a good boy, doing a doing good, good boy wormy things. boy, good wormy scorn boy. I like the fight. I think it's unique in that, like, I I played the role of being the the role that you played earlier with the DCP crew of being like, this. Back. Yeah, <laughs> just whack me, <laughs> fuck. Have you the, been into? Have you gathered the? Yeah, the, I have. The symbols I, I symbols are fun too. I did that the first time, but like I, I've got a pretty pickled fucking brain, <laughs> so I've got to like, and I know it's annoying for anyone I run with, but I've got to run through and be like, okay, I've got like fucking hive, give, whatever, and just repeat them and repeat them and repeat them yeah. until I come out and shoot them, and everyone else is like, I can't fucking think. What do you shut up? So I'm uh, once they're in my brain, I'm sure I'll be all right. But yeah, it's um, I like I like the like the floating staircases and it's like a library almost, like this fantasy library. It is. It gives me that like era. that vibe of and it's it's cool in that it's an ascending fight as well. You know, like okay, you've got to stop yeah. him getting to here, and then he pops up higher up, and it. I, I really enjoyed that, and but I, I think it's novel in that like sort of. You're not necessarily trying to outright defeat the boss. You're just trying to hinder him so that you can then defeat him. And I, I, I like that. I thought it was fun. And, and doing that job specifically is, uh, is good fun. Get, you can get your. Only fucking- thing I didn't really like, and I assume this is intentional, is just how you do DPS. It just feels a bit clunky. It's very, um, it's very Destiny, isn't it? Stand on the plate, shoot the boss. <laughs> No, well, obviously they had rotating plates, so that that gets yeah. rid of things like well and, but like bubble in just a single. So I, I see what they did there, and then his like precision crit box is is very odd, and you just half the time I can't fucking see what's happening because he's, he's like, oh, 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 and he's got like fucking five tethers on his face. And you're just hoping for the best. Um, and like divinity is not really an option either because it doesn't like go anywhere. Yeah, you can't really see divinity. So it's like. I, I, I sort of feel like I get what they were trying to do. They're trying to get away from doing that. And that's ended up what we did in the end. It was like rockets and fusion rifles ended up being a little bit better in contest mode than um, your linears. Well, if you hit your linears, they're obviously a, a lot better. Which is a big Same issue. Same with like, us, s- like sleeper. But yeah, but you know, sometimes he just has a, he has a, he does a funky chicken and he walks it. <laughs> walks in really weird ways and you, you it's very hard to get your hits and then if you fuck up your dps then you, you're I mean, done he's, so. he's obviously been watching watching rogue <laughs> that's for sure um <laughs> the next encounter what's it i can't remember what they're called but it's uh the the running of the uh, um artifacts from every raid we've had up until now pretty yep. cool i like i'd seen it before i did it so i didn't get that like oh, pleasantly surprised <laughs> kind of thing <laughs> But when we ran it on normal mode, it was the part that we had the most trouble with. It was by far and away the most annoying part because none of us had like done that part before, but we knew how to do it. So uh, I was it was probably the most pissed off I've been in a raid in two years just because I, we knew what we had to do and we kept finding a way to fuck it up. Someone would fall off, mainly me, but it was just, I don't know yeah, how. Yeah. I don't know how anyone yeah. did it on contest. 
Do, do you know what I really like about that that run? It's 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 not easier. It's if everyone if there's no weak links in a really like not like mean way. If there's no weak links, you can you can just haphazard it and you can get it. Yeah. And everyone knows what's happening. Yeah. However, if you are trying to help someone, there are so many things you need to explain to get yeah. like rotations working. And it and it's all really happens fast. so fast yes. under And it like, happens duress. all fast. <laughs> and and you also can't you can't show people the other rooms. You have to get there for them to see it. Yeah, you can't walk through and, it first and be like, oh, there'll be a guy appear here. Like, I think we got to the last room. We managed to just scrape through, right, in the end. We we didn't do it easy. It was an ungainly run when we, we got through, but it was like the just trying to shoot the knight with the, the pyramid in the in the last room was what got us over the thing. So it's like, oh, he's fucking down there, down there, and like that communication of where, where, <laughs> fucking where, shoot it where he is so I can see. Oh, you know, uh, it made and there's it. lots of little things that, like, I didn't fully understand at first, like how you need a relic to see. I, I still don't know which one it is. You know, the Glyph Keepers, right? If you have the relic, you see one, and if you don't have the relic, you see the other one. Yeah. I thought it was just random. I, I, I didn't <laughs> I mean, realize I, it was... I, I, I knew that before I went in, so I can't really knock you for that. Yeah, and uh, you know that that was actually one of the things that got us when we we're doing it in contest mode. We just, we thought it was just randomness with the relics that you can see, and also we we weren't really sure about the the ribbon's eye. The ribbon's eye really threw us, which how it would go left, right, left, right, yeah. and because we thought it went left, right, left, right, and then we thought we it, it broke that, so then we didn't actually know if it was alternating each time, and that, and that just really really fucked us up. Um, and there are little things like that that are difficult to explain to to new players, um, which can yeah. make that encounter pretty pretty troublesome. That and by the end of it, everyone has to carry because yeah, like, yeah we'll have to do something. There's yeah. no there's no option like someone because because of the timeout and like there was one point we were standing there kind of waiting to swap over because we I don't know we'd obviously done something quicker than we were meant to or something I don't know, but um, I think it will be the the encounter that annoys people for like i can't imagine how hard that will be on master it would be it would be fucking nasty it will be it will be the one um and then like obviously moving on to onto the dapper pants man himself ralk standing there with his hands behind his back looking down just, upon us just punting everyone into the oblivion <laughs> yeah i mean when i first saw it come up right like because i was watching i think i think i was watching dado's stream when he got there and I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> like, what is an R-Hulk? Like, what's what's going on? And kind of, I, I I didn't rate it. Like, off 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 the bat, I'm like, this this thing just looks fucking weird. But then once they got... What? You didn't rate it? I, I just, look, I was just like a floating guy just there going, yes, like some kind of fucking anime villain. Which is, I loved you know, it. It's, it's kind of cool. But once I saw him up the top actually moving around and, and like the, the part where you actually fight him instead of trying to dunk... Um, and I saw someone get fucking drop kicked into oblivion. I'm like, yes, this could be my favorite boss ever. I'm, I'm here for this. You know what? No more boss yeah. stomps. We're going to do boss head kicks and you're not going to like it. It's just a really insulting way to be killed. <laughs> I think it's just, it's being dispatched. Um, have, you, have you seen when someone like hides behind the thing and he walks out and kicks him? Did you see that on Twitter? No, I'll have to have a look. You'll have to send it to uh, me. Someone's like hiding behind like one of the four pillars at the top. And you know when if he goes out of bounds, he just walks on like these like little light patch things, yeah. Light light platforms, yeah. And, yeah. He, and the person's high, and he goes, shit. walks out, <laughs> and he goes, yeah, <laughs> boots his shit out of him. Oh, so, yeah. so I mean, I think like obviously it's just the gift that keeps on giving in terms of meme shit for Destiny, and everyone's frothing over him and and all of that as as this community tends to do anytime a big bad comes in. But uh, I think the fight's great. I it was. Once we got it down, it was actually fun. Like, um, I I did dunking, so that was my job. I got yelled at to do that on the on the first run through, and I did a pretty good job. I don't think I let anyone down, and uh, had a good time doing it. But I think as it goes on, you know, we we did one person dunking, right? And we didn't. I, I didn't understand that you could do two people at the same time and speed it all up. So it'll be interesting to see where we are in a few weeks' time with like what the actual meta distills to be. 
to destroy and to, to get through that first part. Because I think the second part, it's kind of like you've got one person who in our group was sassy that's just annoying the shit out of him, <laughs> like making him target them. And then the other person doing the, you know, doing the symbols. And uh, the rest of us are just like, I don't know, lingering around, killing thrall. Yeah, and the boss mechanics get... aren't super, super tough. Yeah. Um, uh, I think it was it was just contest mode, obviously. It was like absolutely killing everyone. Yeah, I mean, we I ran out of ammo. We, we, we kind of starved ourselves of ammo at the very back end of ours. And I could see how, like, I can only imagine how hard it would have been to do on contest mode. So if you manage to get it done and, you, and you're listening to this rock and roll, uh, solid effort. Um, but probably the my cool f- thing is, this is the bet you know, the best thing about the whole raid log. What's that? How many times did you stand in a well or a bubble to do DPS? Well, only in that, I mean, in a bubble, no, none ever because they're kind of redundant by the fact it's moving. I think we did, I did bubble wall at the at the end of caretaker when you're yep. advancing down, yeah, and yeah, you could probably do it during the the phase, the final phase of of Rolk if you if you were. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Does he kick you out of it? <laughs> can he just can he drop kick a, a fucking titan with her arm up? Is that a thing? We're gonna have to find out now. <laughs> I'm yeah, I'm sort of keen it. to look at one out how much you could tank if you're in. Yeah, just um, if you're in your in your bubble. I mean, it'd be pretty funny to see it. Just I mean, the whole team would be fucked at that point. Um, but yeah, you're right. There's no really no standing in a well. You know, there might be the initial dro- initial drop of one. So. I like the fact that they've changed up damage phases. I, th- I think that, you know, that's one of those things that has long been a bit of a meme of, oh, go here, stand in this, shoot that, and that's the, the Destiny boss mechanics. And what did I tell you? What did I predict with Void 3.0? Mechanic heavy raid yeah, you're inbound. Right. I, oh, look, I was a bit overwhelmed watching people doing that first, <laughs> the first fucking encounter. I'm like, there's fucking how many symbols? <laughs> Like, I don't like doing Riven because there's so many symbols. Like, there's 700 different types of fucking bird in Riven. I don't want to know about it. And then this one, they're all, like, just abstract shit. I didn't realise that you could just walk through the thing beforehand and see all the names of them. You know, I probably should have spent a bit more time there. But you're right, it is. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I don't think the, the like, I don't think Rolk and I don't think um, Caretaker are, like, I wouldn't say they're mechanically like overburdened in a way. Like I think that they're they're a good mix because you're effectively like yeah. there's there's what I will call dumb boy jobs, the jobs that I get given, <laughs> just going down there and piss him off and try not to get killed. Okay, Dad, <laughs> no worries. Um, but you're, yeah, you were right. Like walking into that first room and seeing how many doors there were and going, oh my god, twenty five, fucking hell, that's a lot of symbols. Um. The interesting thing about having this moving DPS phase is divinity is always like I was just seeing now, like the meta previously when you have stationary is, you know, it was a well and bubble and now it's like moving DPS phase. Divinity is almost a given. Like yeah. Linear is just, yeah. linear is just fucking wreck. Yeah. Yeah. We did like over half damage with linears with divinity and I sort of, I don't know. I don't know if I like that, but if, I mean, it would have been really fucking hard without Div, that's for sure. I I don't have Div. I don't I know really what the world first did. I'm assuming they use Div and Linears, but I'm not sure actually. I, yeah, I, I'd have to I'd have to go back and have a look. Um, but I mean, speaking of worlds first, Saltagrepo, Slap, Kairos, Moople, Quaz, and Cruz, congratulations. Uh, fuck me, it was close. Uh, I was watching watching Salt stream and watching Dado stream at the same time. Um, it was it basically came down to who could put down the DPS. So, uh, um, that and like going back to back in raid races, we've never seen that before. Uh, absolutely nuts. So solid effort. Congratulations, well earned. And I mean, they had a fair a fair few issues too. They had a, a pretty pretty cursed run in terms of uh, error codes and glitches and whatnot. So. Uh, they did it the hard way and still managed to get there in the end. So I don't think anyone can doubt the fucking absolute tenacity of, of that team. So congrats. Yeah. Um, right. Let's get into the into the real meaty part of this. Rolk. Oh. The law. And I know that you. I know you're not in the mood. So <laughs> I'm not going to bust your balls about it for too long. But dude, what a character! Like, part of me, part of me, and and I'll say this like just as a complete, you know, nuffy. Um, 
Part of me is upset that I didn't know all the backstory before going in and doing the fight. That's what I always tell people. Sometimes it's better to know before you go. Yeah, because like this guy would have would have seen heaps more epic right before. You know, because like when you understand that he basically obliterated his whole fucking planet, <laughs> then you go, oh shit, yeah. we might have to take this guy seriously. He's basically a, you know, mass murderer he's, on a massive scale. <laughs> yeah, he's very similar to how Callus finds its shadows of Callus, which I'm assuming is very intentional because Callus, you know, I think will be a disciple of the witness. So this idea of one one thing surviving like mass extinction and then like elevating them to superpower people uh, is sort of like Rolk's story. Um, bit of a psychopath, likes killing and all that kind of stuff, like murdering. Uh, disowned by family and, you know, essentially a, a regime on his home planet and then just chopped everyone up and then blew up the sun. Yep, and killed the Chopped whole planet. Up. Killed the whole planet and then just said, cheers, I'll throw my lot in with the witness who came past and said, you know what, good job. <laughs> and uh, then, I don't know, I assume he was given a museum as a reward or something, whatever. Um uh, yeah, like well, that, that's yeah. So the museum, the museum part is, Rolk ends up doing experiments. Well, no, that relates to the worm, the worm sort of part. So then Rolk kidnaps, kidnaps, uh, coerces the worm mother Zeta to to join the forces of the witness essentially, and they make the worm larvae. Yep, and that's like big bombshell that essentially worm larvae didn't. Didn't exist before Rolk found Zeta. Yeah, and, and a, they, uh, they are a direct concoction of, you know, ultimately the witness and that sort yeah. of dark side. Like they're not in, in sort of an inherently evil thing because they just exist that way. They were manufactured that way, and it's deliberate. So, yeah, I mean, and the, and that and that links into the campaign because we see the witness talk through the white worm, which we now know is like you know, artificially created. Yeah. Um, by Rolk as worm father, which is the little, the little, the little, <laughs> yeah, old mate in the gun. What's his name? Old mate in the gun calls him worm, worm father. father. <laughs> um, the queen, deception queen. Pain. Yeah, him. What's his name? Mr. Pain. Pain. Um, I, um, uh, I don't know the mechanics of how someone like Rolk boofs a gigantic worm, you know, the worm that's underneath the. <laughs> The fucking up end, like I don't he know. Does, he it just says like he he he, he couldn't. He, he's like an adopt. Like I suppose he could be an adoptive father, or like that's that's pretty. You know. Well, right. yeah, he didn't really buff it long. He well, uh, look. <laughs> well, like they weren't it's, they weren't getting born before he turned up, were they? Yeah, I, I know what you're saying. I know what you're yeah. saying, but it it says he like he cuts he cuts bits off a sort of deal. Well, I mean, I don't cuts know. What, I don't know what that kink well, is. That's the whole bit with the experiments. I think that's like that's why the not the museums like that. Yeah, and I mean, all the all the you know scorn with worms on their head trapped in carbonite as you walk in. I mean, I know that's not yeah. what it is, but um, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, once once I read that because I I watched you put together your video on it and then got to face him myself, so it felt like a bigger deal. So I I, I don't. It's not a criticism in that, like, I completely understand why the law of a character like that would be hidden behind the raid that is just all about them as a as a character. But I feel like sometimes getting, like, it, it misses the build-up. Like, I don't think we'll, yeah. we've seen sort of that taken king, uh, like, king's fall. Well, yeah, that's you that's, know, like, that's when you walk in and you were like, I know who Oryx is. Holy yeah. fuck! He's fifteen stories tall, and I've got to fight him now. I'm thirty stories, whatever. I think there's, I think there's value in both, though. I think there's value. Oh, yeah, in both. totally, totally. Because I think now there's value in knowing who you're fighting, and there's also a lot of value in um, the surprise of seeing the boss. And it was one of the things that really annoyed me is because we couldn't get it done, so I had to have it ruined for me by the cutscene because everyone's like, "Oh, there's a cutscene." Yeah. After I was like, I, I so desperately just wanted to get to the boss so I could have my reaction in that room yeah, and not necessarily finish it, but, but just but so I could there. see him. Yeah, And you sort of get, not robbed, but you just don't get that opportunity if you don't get it day one. And look, there's value in 
um, having a boss we have no idea about because I think this has really opened up the Destiny universe and the excitement for other planets, other stories, other alien species. Um, But also, like you said, it does take away some of the value or the meaning, how meaningful it is. I'll say this for it and like... You know, be that as it may, we got the we got the law um, out of the raid. I I was genuinely a little bit concerned, and I don't know whether I've spoken about this sort of on the on the cast or not. But I was genuinely concerned when we killed, when we well, when we defeated Savathun, right? Someone that's been massive in the canon of Destiny for you know basically since since the get go, you know, for as long as any of us can really remember. And it was kind of like, okay, well that's done. Uh, and here's this other character that's come in, uh, the witness. We don't really know anything about them. I'm like, shit. If this, if this isn't engaging, it could, you know, it'll. A lot of people will feel like, you know, it's it's a bit harder to invest in this this new story. Then the raid law comes comes along, and the story of of Rolk and and his backstory. And I'm like, yeah, no, nah, we're sweet. <laughs> I can. I want to know more about this. I want to know more about the like sort of through. Rolk, I now want to know more about the witness. I'm I'm heaps more intrigued, and I'm heaps more yeah. like I feel like we're gonna face like a few disciples. Like there's going to be a few people. Maybe they won't be referred to as disciples, but I, I agree that we're probably gonna face Callus at some stage as a disciple, uh, and fuck knows who else he's got sort of squirreled away for us to fight. So if they're as interesting as as Rolk, fucking bring it. I'm I'm down, and I, I think it's it's been a welcome sort of change in terms of like. We we didn't need another hive raid, you know. We didn't need necessarily another fallen raid. So this was a completely a, a different direction, and and I'm for it. I really enjoyed it. I think it's excellent. Yep, I agree. Big um, time. Uh, and the post raid the post raid mission was fantastic for building a bit more story too. It revealed a lot of things about the raid, and um, you know. The the Leviathan bone and things in the you know you know what I'm gonna say next day yeah <laughs> but but say it anyway, the post raid campaign the post raid mission was great got a lot of lore in there that big room with the Leviathan bone is, is sort of confirmed you get a reunion if you take in taking your annoying worm friend um, he gets a reunion with worm mummy and. It, it sort of fills in some of the gaps from the the law books as well, and you can also get your law books as well. Uh, Savathun Witch Queen popped up in chat, and that's also relevant because they finally solved the ARG for the Collector's Edition book, and that revealed that we, as in this universe right here, so might be Hang the parent universe of Destiny itself, meaning we're all connected and that Savathun's trying to break out of the game and into our universe, which could explain how she's on Twitter and stuff. <laughs> it's like that. I mean, she's like a less funny Deadpool, I guess. In the, she's now talking to us directly, which is kind of a little bit intimidating. I mean, Keitel's done that as well. Remember that season of The Chosen, she took over the... The uh, the Twitter account as well, so True. I don't know. I, I like that. I think it's I think it's a lot of fun. And honestly, if Savathun ambushes me out in the street, I think it'll be a noble death. I'll be fucked. <laughs> That'll be the end of me. So <laughs> rock and roll. Um, right. We need to. We need. To, I want to. I want to talk about this because I paid more attention to the seasonal story this week after being admonished <laughs> for not doing oh, so I've, last. I haven't week. finished. You it haven't this finished week, it. So you tell me. Look, admittedly, there's not much, but there is some pretty uh, extensive dialogue with, um, what's his name, Salad Bowl, um, Lord Saladin, saying that he kind of converses with, um, what are the dudes that are doing the mind stuff? The Scions. Bun- yeah, one of the Scions. And he, he kind of relays what the experience of, of that's like. And it kind of, kind of made me feel better about <laughs> about all the horrific torture stuff we were talking about last week because it doesn't oh. sound that bad, right? Okay. It sounds like it's kind of like he, he's he's conveying moods and all this sort of stuff through, um, yeah, I mean, it's worth it's worth watching for yourself, but it's, um, I, I don't know. I think, I think it took a bit of the sting out of last week because I was pretty, I'm like, I was 
I, I hadn't thought about it properly, clearly. And uh, I was kind of like, yeah, I was coming around on the story. This d- definitely throws a spanner in the works. There's no crow this week, um, no tantrums this week, just just a bit more exposition. So I'm, I'm interested to see where it heads um, and I'm, I'm kind of engaged in it, more so than I thought I would be. You know, traditionally we don't get the strongest seasonal content coming alongside a, an actual True. DLC release. But, I mean, this is enough to, you know. Wait, don't you reckon they should have just like released it this next reset? Just let let everyone get the Witch Queen out of the way, and then the se- the actual season starts a couple of weeks later. Yeah, like after a week after I mean, the raid, I wouldn't have had a complaint about it. Like, it would have been it would have been fine um, for me anyway. I don't know if anyone else has a spicy take on it. Why it wouldn't work or what, but fine by me. Um, yeah, all right, cool. Well, that's that. All right, let's let's just follow on the the quickly blast through the twelve, and then we can maybe. Talk to chat, see what they think about the raid. Um, okay, so here's the numbers, right? Total players that entered the raid on day in the first uh-huh. two days, I assume, 48 hours, uh, 546,616. That is a big number. Over half a million yeah. people had a crack. Players, players that cleared the first encounter, acquisition, 270,000. So that's me. Players that cleared caretaker, 131,000. Uh, players that cleared... Exhibition, 80,000. So there's a fair drop there, Matt. That's probably fair enough <laughs> that you didn't yeah. get through that. And then unique players that cleared the full raid, 32,621. So congrats if you made that. Um, then, there's, look, how many total enemy defeats over a billion get wrecked? Scorn. <laughs> I hope you've got some in reserve because uh, we're doing the damage. Uh, total hours spent in Vow of the Disciple contest mode. Four million two hundred and twenty-three eight hundred and forty-three hours. That is just fucking massive. It is immense. Um, right, trials coming back this week. Um, I'm not sure. I haven't, I haven't had a look at what the the breakdown is, but I know that um, the summoner is returning to the loot pool as well as Aisha's embrace the um, scout ruffle. So it'll be interesting to see if we get any. Any juicy lore on that, Matt? Have you? There is apparently. Show your uh, show okay. your story. I, I thought it might be a continuation of that, but we'll look forward to that in future weeks because I think there's quite enough to fucking talk about at the moment. Yeah. Uh, Iron Banner uh, is coming around as well. It'll be around at reset. Um, I already have both of the weapons because I was cheeky and I kept my Iron um, <laughs> Iron Banner engrams over the season. So you little shit. I, I didn't think that that was a thing. I thought I like I was just doing it for uh, for the XP, XP and then everyone's like, you know, you could get the actual weapons and then I did it and got two of both of them. So I'm going to go ahead and say that I don't particularly like the, the hand cannon model. I think it looks... You don't like it? No, it looks like a spud gun. I haven't seen it. Yeah. Uh, and the, the sword as well. I like the sword. It's pretty cool. Razor's Edge. Uh right, that's about it. Look, that's that's the, the pertinent stuff in the in the um in the twob. Uh if you have attempted the raid, what we want from you now, Maddie, what what was I what's our new segment called? Um High Lows. Highs and lows. What highs what was lows. your what, what was your um favorite part? It could be anything, it could be the lore afterwards, it could be Rogue, it could be getting kicked in the face. Yeah, uh, and, I reckon- and then your low moment. Uh, it could also be getting kicked in the face. It could be, I don't know, getting stuck on something. It could be anything. Highlight, low light, exactly. I think highlight, the highlight low. is Rolk's, I'm being cheeky, Rolk's characters, character design. Oh, I'm taking multiple. Character design, mechanics, and lore. It had, it's a triple, it's a <laughs> it's triple, triple threat. threat. I mean, you're allowed to do that. It's your show. <laughs> he looked good. He fought good. And good backstory. The best, the best comment I've seen about like when when first Rolk was encountered, the someone in in the chat went, "Look at the fucking shins on this man." And I've <laughs> every time I've seen him since, I can't help but think about that. Look at the fucking shins on him. Uh, uh, low light. Yep. Low light is ammo economy on caretaker. Yeah, yeah, okay, fair enough. My highlight, definitely the law, more more so than anything, because it, it's it's bit me again, and I'm you know I'm 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 keen to. Takes a lot. 
forget log in or yeah i mean oh sometimes it depends where i'm at just in life this has really piqued your interest in yeah i'm i'm keen like i want to know more i want to and not just why is that because it's like more sci-fi is more more fantasy i don't know i mean the whole fucking thing reminds me of like a tool film clip and maybe that's sort of (laughs) what gets me It, it, it feels Maybe it's just that it's fresh, you know, like it's a, a new aesthetic and, you know, Rolk is something that we haven't seen before at all. Um, and, I mean, as is The Witness. Um, maybe maybe it's just that freshen up that I'm like, oh, shit, I don't, I, I don't know what any of this is about. And it's all really, really visually kind of disturbing but also classy in a way. I don't know. That whole the whole raid space is, is just strange and abstract and I, I'm into it compared yeah, to... Yeah, I think... I think- I feel like it opened up the Destiny universe to being more sci-fi, and I think that's what makes people excited. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know we have things like the Dreaming City and and this that. I don't know. Roll, roll, kids, different. I don't know what it is about him. I think it was how direct he came at it. Like he came into the story too. It wasn't like it. You know, it, it, I mean, it runs contrary to what I was saying about getting a big introduction to the character and and all of that before you face him. But he was something completely different. And he's like, well, I'm fucking here. You know, it's there's no big foreboding sort of like, oh, the pyramids are coming for four years kind of kind of deal. It was like, oh, shit, um, he's this guy and he's fighting on behalf of the witness. Um, maybe it's that. Maybe it's that he, I don't know. I mean, he, he just looks so condescending at all times, like just with his hands behind his back. There's, I don't think I've ever seen a raid boss or an enemy in a game with such attitude and he'll shit talk you too if you... Like, if you're struggling, he will, he will absolutely voice dialogue triggers and he will shit talk you. And I think that, that adds to, you know, sort of the suspension of disbelief that you're not just doing, you know, playing a video game. You're fighting an enemy and I, I like that. Um, probably the low, my low is just, you know, just the just the issues that we had, people getting, you know, yeeted and connection issues the and the bugs yeah. and all of that. And to be to be fair, like, it's the first time we've, we've really experienced that in a day one raid. It's a shame. Uh, I'm glad Bungie got on it really quick and dealt with it the way they did. Um, and yeah, some of the fucking idiots carrying on about it, but that's just me. I, I stew on these things. Um, right. You're good. There's some good highlights, lowlights in here. All right, let's go through. Uh, highlight getting a hero moment. That's IP defining. Yeah, killing Rolk. Yep. Mm. Lowlight the the wiping to bugs. Yeah, definitely. Highlight, this is going from Senshi, enemy density throughout the encounters. We haven't spoken about this, but yeah, true, true. I feel like the raid was very specifically designed for Void 3.0. And if you were running Void 3.0... <laughs> You're going to have fucking, a great time. You're going to be able to sit back and watch the fireworks. It's beautiful. Yeah, just blowing everything up. I thought it was fantastic how you could have your build and it works. It, it wasn't... You know, like I was punching shit and it was blowing up. That's, I think, and it was a concern of mine too because that the build, like the heart of inmost light thing that you and I have both been doing sort yeah. of since launch. For me, it, it felt like something that was, it was going to be fun in like easier content, but once you got to more difficult shit, you were really going to, it was going to be too risky. Yeah. And it like maybe, maybe at the back end of the raid, had I managed to get there in contest mode, it would have felt it would have been that way. But we weren't dying in the in the first couple of encounters ads. to to ads. It was mechanics. So yeah. I, I felt like the enemy density just added to the spectacle rather than made it like overwhelmingly difficult because you could handle it with Void 3.0. So mm-hmm. I think they nailed that. What it does do, and I saw, I think it was Paul Paul Tazi said this in a, in a tweet through the week. That it makes all of the old content feel really sparse. <laughs> you know, like you're going in, oh, there's three dregs and a vandal. Shit. Like, who gives a fuck? I'm used to killing like things in 70s, right? They're just endless waves. You and your fucking three dickhead mates. Why would I care? Um, yeah, d- definite point. Definite point. What was Senshi's low light? Sorry, I didn't catch that. I just spoke uh, all over it. Yeah, diff- difficult is ammo. Lack of opportunities to get heavy ammo. Yep. So, you know, champions and stuff. So, yeah, agree with that. Uh, lots of stuff about atmosphere. High light atmosphere of the raid. Low light bugs have come up again about, yeah. about the bugs. Lots of bugs. Uh, experience day one raid. We had, didn't mention that. Like a lot of people jumped in. Yep. Nice. Not, plenty of time to grind. Not even grind. Easy to reach the level. 
contest mode Saturday. That's definitely a highlight. Lots yeah, of I mean, opportunity to jump in. Keg, Keggy, who, you know, our, the third and most talented member of the DDU who does all our overlays and all of that sort of stuff, um, he's he plays heaps more casually than you or I do. Uh, and he was able to get up to level and, you know, jumped in and it was fine. And I think that, like, the more they can remove those hurdles, the more people, you know, will we'll give it a go. I don't, I don't think this was a, um, by any stretch of the imagination, easier experience than Deepstone Crypt in terms of jumping in and, and trying on contest mode. But I think that, like, people are still excited to get in and experience it in that way. So the more people can do that, the better. So, unreal. Um, getting like getting raid ready for day one attempts, low light, having two clan members forget we're doing day one. Oh, God. Are they still clan Can members? Can we get the goals? <laughs> two ex-clan members. Two ex-clan members, they're true. <laughs> <laughs> Thoughts on the raid exotic? I have not fired a fucking shot with it yet, but I will tonight. I'll check it out. I like the idea that it kind of hoards... Uh, debuffs, but I'm yet to get my head around how practical that is in in terms of actually using yeah, it in game. Yeah, but do you know it also reloads on buffs? So if you manage to like gobble up a buff, it reloads the gun. Yeah, so if you get your overshield, it reload it. If you get invisibility, it reload it. If you get devour, it reload it. I'm getting a lot of overshields these days. Jeez. That's what I'm saying. Jeez. That's what I'm saying. Jesus That's what I'm getting at. So like, but... you literally could just you could you could. Throw your um, throw your, your Captain frisbee. America shield, and it will it will restore. That, but that, the that thing is, always give you the overshield, though, does it? Yeah, it just has to be a hit. Yeah, All right, maybe I'm just. It back. just could be really. It could be a really small overshield if it if it only gets like a one hit. Okay, right. But the devourer is like you. You don't have to reload because devourer just keeps procking if you get a kill. I didn't even think of that. That might make it yeah. very broken. I had a go at Devour. I actually had it in my um my build for for the raid, and I'm kind of I'm not quite sold on it. I'm I'm still muddling my way through uh what I'll where I think I'll ultimately sit in terms of my build, which I think is great, uh because like everything I've done I've been able to use effectively, but I'm still kind of fine tuning it, which I think is probably the intention of like exploding a system like that, the way that they have making it so much more modular. Um, but beyond that, PvP, I. <laughs> I'm going to need to think about that because I'm going to go into trials tonight and see what I can do. But I've got a horrible feeling I'm going to be running into overshielded titans and invisible hunters like fucking nobody's business. <laughs> so, ee. I haven't done any PvP. I, know, I mean, I haven't even thought – like, look, that's where I live normally. Like, not that I'm any good at it, but that's normally where I live. I have not thought about PvP in Destiny aside from one night of comp in fucking three weeks. So that's how good the story content is. If there is any other metric that it can be measured by. Um, since your boy, since your boy, you're not listening. Buffs reload the weapon. Debuffs <laughs> is what you steal from an enemy and you apply it to other people. You shoot. Buffs proc the reload. Debuffs, you nick them and you apply them to someone else. It's beautiful. I think it could be... Um... Like it might be something that's useful for one person to run. I don't know that it's necessarily a, a thing for everyone, um, but I don't know, time will tell. We'll see. I'm sure that there'll be you know a million creative ways to use it on the internet very very fucking soon. So go for your life. All right. I think I think we're at time, Maddie. What do you reckon? You got any closing comments? Anything else you want to discuss before we fuck off, ski? No, I'd just like to tip my own tip my own horn and say that highlight low lights is a great segment, and I'm I glad we keep doing it. I think you've nailed it. It's heaps better than the law will find you wherever the fuck, like in a dark alley <laughs> with the fucking knuckle dusters on or whatever. <laughs> you know what? It actually good. forces some pretty good feedback. It takes a lot of the emotion out when you get people to do highlight low light. Yeah, because they have to couple the negative with something good. They can't just come in and shit. Or they can't just come in and, I don't know, what the opposite, whatever the opposite of shit is. Shill, I suppose. <laughs> I think it's we're forcing you to give a balanced opinion. So, you know, suck shit if you're not into it. <laughs> uh, Patreon podcast coming back. We need to bring that back. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> we should do that. <laughs> it's Obviously. been a very busy time. It's been a very busy time. Uh, all right. Well, we might close out there. Stand by for a raid. But uh, what are you? What are your plans for through the week, Matty? Just going to be keeping on the law train. Fucking choo choo. Uh, yeah. Monday. 
we'll probably read the no Monday. We'll probably make a video on up ending, up ended, up ender, whatever it's fucking called. Upper decker, yes. Uh, Upper decker. Yeah. <laughs> probably do that. Good. We'll probably read moth law, and I need to finish the season this week as well. <laughs> Congrats on two. It is completely somehow missed my attention that this was the two hundred and fifty. This is the quarter quarter fucking century of the DDU. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus Christ, we've wasted some fucking time on this shit, haven't we, Matty? Oh, too much time, mate. Too much time. All right, see you next week. Get fucked. Bye. Bye. <laughs>